0: Hey, everybody, this is Lydia.
1: And this is Brandy.
0: And this is Not Suitable for Work Moms, the podcast. Um, This podcast will be a little bit different than our previously four recorded episodes because it's been a shit show of a week. So, um, I guess I'll let you start. So, I want to know, first off, how little Ryan's birthday went because I had to miss it. Well,
1: little Ryan's birthday went good. Um, He woke up that morning and threw up twice, but we figured it was because it was the first time I gave him whole milk, ah. so I was like, oh, you know what, he's used to uh, mom's milk, he's not used to the whole milk, so it's fine. So, that whole day he was a little cranky, but he didn't like his smash cake. Oh, he's no. not a real big fan of the pool, um, but... <laughs>
0: Gabriel's so distracting. (laughs) I know he's in the background, dude. I got to get him. I can hear, I can still hear you, but I have to throw balls into the bouncy house. We'll get there. (laughs) But uh,
1: everyone else had a great time. Um, I think Evelyn had the best brother's birthday because she just got in the pool and swam. And she wears a life vest. And we had a lifeguard there. So she had the greatest time at brother's birthday. Um, And the cake pops looked like little baseballs and it was adorable so um that sounds so much fun. yeah all together the party was a hit for the one-year-old did everybody swim and stuff um well because you guys didn't come you guys were three of the kids and then my other friend kelly her three kids didn't come so there was really only four kids So yeah, they they had a great time. They were swimming and everything. So um, we had a lifeguard, I paid a lifeguard to come and he just basically sat and did nothing (laughs) because the dads were in the the pool with the kids. So, um, but yeah, so that was the birthday party, which was fun. Um, The rest of this week is the worst week Um, we've had in a while and this is coming from the person who basically has bad weeks all the time i'm currently doing this podcast from the local children's hospital
0: yeah it seems like it's been like one bad week one good week one bad week
1: yeah so my um little evelyn has uh she started throwing up and um having some stomach issues which causes her propionic acidemia to be thrown off leading to a higher ammonia which is why we ended up in the er by ambulance Um, i was by myself and so i didn't want to risk being stuck on the side of the biggest highway in our state um if she you know threw up and aspirated or if she if her ammonia was super high and i couldn't get to the back seat in time so we went by ambulance and um have been here since Tuesday. So um it's been a couple of real shit days because she is quarantined. Because now when you go into a hospital, they test you for they do a viral panel on the kids and she does not have covid, but she does have rhinovirus. So she's so they quarantined. Still have to quarantine she hasn't been able to for leave that? room. Yes, because it's a uh, infectious disease. So um We've been stuck in a 12 by 12 room, me and her, since Tuesday, and, um, it's just, she's, she's over it. Like, I can
0: tell that she's getting depressed. So, because usually you guys can take her around in a wagon and stuff, right? Like, she can leave the room and kind of walk around and get out of the room.
1: Yeah, and there's, like, a little courtyard here, so, um, that's fun because she gets to you know be outside and there's you know butterflies and little little things um but since you know covid they don't really have the the clowns that come in or the dogs that come in anymore so it's me and her and her phone and my laptop because i i have to work you know stuck in a hospital bed because her and i will share the bed my husband um comes up at night and I've, I have some, some opinions about that, but I'm going to keep that to myself because he occasionally listens
0: to this podcast. <laughs> well, at least you're not... I guess it's good because you're at least getting some human contact aside from the nurses and stuff at least once a day. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> well, so from... You keep calling it baby jail. I'm assuming that's because you guys have been stuck in the room and everything. So I know so you mentioned... So we've called it baby jail, though,
1: since. So this is... I don't even know how many times we've been in this hospital. But um, we've called it baby jail since the very first time. The very first time we were here for two weeks. It was when she was two days old. And we could not leave because in... Well, in the PICU, she was extremely, extremely sick. So... Uh, There was no moving. She was hooked up to dialysis. She was hooked up to 900 things like I didn't even get to hold her until we were in the PICU for five days. But then in the NICU, so we went to NICU Step B, which is basically after babies graduate from NICU, you have to be in room with them to take care of their need, their medical needs. Um, At least at this hospital, you do not take a baby straight from the NICU home. You have to have a couple days in step B, where you're in room with them throughout the night, making sure you can do any type of medical need that they have. So like Evelyn came home originally with an NG tube. So I had to be trained on how to drop an NG tube. And then um, because of her propionic acidemia, we had to feed her every three hours. So, basically, it's kind of like a monitored in-room stay.
0: So, like, the nurses are there
1: just in case something happens. Yeah.
0: I feel like that's actually. really left alone. I think that's really great that they do that, though, because, like, I mean, personally, I wish they'd do that for normal babies, too. Especially when you're a first-time mom. But at least they, like, really care about the fact that they need to know the parents can handle children with those types of needs after they leave. I think that's. Well, and Evelyn
1: had a very mild need after we left. There are some of these kids that go home on trachs, some that, um, you know, have major mobility issues. I mean, I don't even know where where to begin. I mean, because it's not, that's not after every procedure. So, like, when Evelyn got her G-tube, I was basically just handed a baby and said, here you go. Well, was it on her file that you already knew how to do it? I don't know how to do a G-tube. Oh, so that's different. You, oh, what's yeah. the difference?
0: Okay, explain to okay, me the an difference.
1: Okay, NG, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, so I mean, NG like, tube. I am not the only one
0: because any of our listeners who do not have children with these similar type needs, like, we're all like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, so an NG tube is a very long
1: plastic tube that you put through the nose and it goes down through the throat and into the stomach. And so I'm not a trained medical professional. I work for hospitals, but not in a hospital. And they taught me how to do it so I could do it at home. So if it fell out, I didn't have to bring it to the emergency room. Um, The G-tube is a permanent, uh, for lack of a better term, button that they put in. So they basically did an endoscopic surgery, which is through the mouth. And then they poked a hole through her stomach to the outside of her body. And then they attached – it's like a um, it's like a little button, like you would button a shirt almost, that has a cap on it. And then there's a tube attached to it with a balloon on the other side. So how you get it in and out is you deflate the balloon, you pull it out. You, If you want to put it back in, you put it in, you inflate the balloon. You inflate the balloon with saline. Or water. Oh. I, I don't know. When I do it at our house – I just use tap water. Um, okay.
0: We don't really keep sailing around, um, right? Because it's not some, it's not something often that you have to like take it out, and...
1: right? And then how I feed her is there's an extension that has a has an end that you just press into the button and turn it like a key, and then you
0: feed her. Yes, it's a key. So the whole, the thing is called a Mickey,
1: so uh. it's a Mickey button
0: and a key. I thought people called it a mickey button to be cute but now that makes way more sense yeah because it looks like a button so that's
1: um that's that but that is not why we're here this time we're here now because of the stomach bug that apparently her brother gave her her ammonia spiked so her ammonia got up oh. to 93 and ammonia so was like a, on a normal a person cold
0: plus a stomach bug no, it she was said related really a, a stomach? Vi- so
1: rhinovirus can be stomach bug as well.
0: Oh, uh, I was thinking so rotavirus. No. Well, rotavirus yeah, is, is, is
1: going to be the stomach bug, but okay, rhinovirus, but rhinovirus could be a cold. But uh-huh.
0: associated with the cold is the vomiting the and diarrhea.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: okay. Poor. And you thought you had I know you told me you thought you had um, food, food poisoning because you yeah. had it too.
1: Yes, I did. Um, I had it severely on Monday ah uh, and then evelyn got it monday night oh my God! So did, no, did you I've have any in time affecting everybody no i've been in this
0: stupid hospital oh my god see i just no, there is this no is rest like,
1: for mom i ever. Know. this is
0: like the, i mean i know everybody's like wondering like how evelyn's doing and all that stuff but like i think the real question that like people don't ask is like how are you doing how do you stay sane when you're locked up in that room the whole time because I know you don't want to leave Evelyn just in case so I can't leave Evelyn because Evelyn is very
1: mobile Uh uh-huh and if I get up and leave the room she thinks oh we're leaving the room Uh. but she's attached to an IV pole and she forgets to move she's not old enough to remember oh I got to take this huge pole with me yeah
0: so she'll just start walking so do you you have a shower and a bathroom and all that kind of stuff
1: yeah, so in the, uh, well, <laughs> so I also call this sometimes Hotel Choa. Uh, so in Hotel Choa, there is a bathroom mm-hmm. and a shower mm-hmm. and a sink. And then there is a side chair, a bed, and a couch. Okay. So um, when my husband's here, he sleeps on the couch. I've never slept on the couch here. I always sleep in the bed with Evie. Um and then the chair, we keep calling it the big girl chair because we, that's really the only thing she can do. You want to go to the bed or you want to go to the chair? Because you can't do anything else.
0: Yeah, that sounds so. kind of, I, I guess I definitely can see why it's kind of like baby Joe right now, since you can't even leave that room.
1: <laughs> that's, no, and the, the, the thing is, is
0: I'm not in quarantine. She is. Right. But you can't leave the room because but she I wants can't to leave go her. with you. So when Ryan yeah. comes, do you at least get to go stretch your legs and walk around?
1: So yes um yesterday I went down and got us food. But you know, I'm also the only person that makes her formula. I don't let the hospital make her formula because it's a very specific formula. Right, and you don't want to get messed up even more while she's well it's not made very often. Like the formula room people are very capable making formula. But when you have to mix seventeen different things and it's by grams, if you haven't done like I've been trained to do it I had to be signed off by Emory that I can do it so I just I carry a suitcase with us every time we come to the hospital and uh I make all of her own formula so I'm the only person that can do that and it takes it's about a 20 to 30 minute job a day yeah
0: I've seen you make it you usually have it prepped and ready for like when we go to the lake and stuff but like when you've had to make it I'm like this is a science experiment Mm -hmm. that I just need to watch It's awesome. I mean, honestly, like, I feel like because you're so meticulous and everything, like, if, like, Evelyn is very lucky that you are her mom because I know I couldn't. Like, I would just, I'd have to have help because I just don't think I'm capable. No, you absolutely could do it if you didn't have a choice.
1: So now some people are bad at it, but you wouldn't be bad at it because you would be like me where it's your child.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: I mean... I happen to be very good at math. So the grams and the, you know, milliliters and CC, all that, it makes sense to me. I'm fine with it. Like I can do some quick, you know, protein by ounce calculations in my head. A lot of people can't do that. Oh, no, I'd be sitting there with so a calculator all So I understand the time. how that would <laughs> be Excel. hard. I'd have Excel Right, <laughs> do some Excel. But yeah, the hardest part of this is keeping the almost five-year-old in a bed. Because she's hooked up to an IV. If she wasn't hooked up to an IV, she could walk around the room. Yeah. But, I mean, I can't really have her walking around the room with an IV pole because she doesn't realize it's caught on the bed until it's ripped out of her arm.
0: Uh.
1: And then that is, so we've, before, we've had blown veins. So a blown vein is where, um, basically the catheter
0: comes out or the catheter goes through. And that, yeah, you've had it too much. I unfortunately know too much about that because my veins suck, and every time I've went in to have a baby, they've had to replace IVs multiple times on my arms because I just
1: right. But imagine doing that with an almost five year old. I can't, so where I she... have to physically hold her down and stuff. Is she used to it at this point, or is she still, no. does she
0: still just hate it?
1: No, and a lot of these kids get, uh, you know, a PTSD type ordeal with hospitals. I can because imagine because they don't,
0: they're still little.
1: They yeah, my kids. Re- they I don't mean,
0: understand. After Abby has had her throat swab or had like the flu test done for the next three or four times, we go back to the doctor. She's like, "Are they gonna do something to my throat or my nose?" I can't imagine with the IVs and everything they might have to do every time you guys go.
1: And now, by the time she's like eight, I'm sure she'll get it and she'll realize, okay, it only hurts when they, you know, poke it. But right now, it's also the whole production of. I have to hold her down and wrap my leg around her leg and I have to you know hold her arm a certain way and then she gets super hot because she's screaming so much and I understand that this is probably extremely boring to everyone because I'm kind of slightly boring myself as well but this has been my week
0: yeah no I don't think it's boring I mean to me it's interesting because like I don't typically ask you all of this stuff like my main concern is like. Are you okay mentally? Is she okay physically now? And I'm sorry my son is screaming in the background because he has been home all week doing digital learning. You literally told him
1: you would take him outside if he didn't scream, and he's doing that.
0: Well, we are outside already (laughs) if you can't hear the crickets and everything in the background. We um, have been home doing digital learning all week, and um, we're having my daughter's birthday party this weekend. And so the bouncy house and stuff showed up already, and he's done with class today, and it was like... He was whining, so you could either hear him whining because we're not outside yet, or hear him screaming in the background because he's bouncing. So, it was a choice.
1: Well, um, I wish we had
0: a bouncy house. I know. <laughs> well, you guys can. Well, you, are you guys going to the lake this weekend still, or like, what's what's your what? Ha- so I guess that's. So another if we thing, break out like, of baby jail. Post baby jail.
1: So baby jail right now is waiting on a ketone test. Oh let me give you parents a hint if you ever have to have a your, uh, your analysis on your child who's still in diapers put cotton balls in their diaper let them pee then you take the cotton balls put it in a syringe okay you can get a syringe from your doctor's office okay. I use the 60 ml syringe mm-hmm. squeeze the the pee out of the diaper or squeeze the pee out of the cotton balls that's brilliant yeah I know so uh, that's all really more tips uh, yeah <laughs>
0: But hey, but for real, so, that's
1: brilliant. That's, that's how I'm doing it because the u-bags are stupid. And uh, I'm not going to let them straight cather because that's just not nice. And um, so, yeah, we're currently waiting for some cotton balls.
0: That's funny. Um, she's so falling post- asleep
1: right now. She's so Aww. sleepy.
0: Bless her heart. So, post-baby jail, do you guys just... Because she has got, like, the okay, the clear, you guys can go home. Do you guys just continue with your weekend? Like, y'all are supposed to go to the lake this weekend, right?
1: Yeah. So, um, because she is technically healthy, um, yes, we will go because her favorite thing in the whole world is to swim. Gotcha. It's also not going to be hot this weekend, and the... (laughs) Once again, y'all are going to get some opinions about me. The lake house is large. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Uh. You guys
0: prepared (laughs) that to have friends and family over all the time. So you guys were just smart in your purchasing. So um,
1: my mom will be there and Aunt Chelsea will be there. So it's just two extra people. To help look after effie because the minute i step in that house my little baby who hasn't seen his milks lady all week is gonna not be a unattached to me oh my gosh well, do you think this was a good let me put him down do you
0: think this was a good time to wean
1: no it's not a good time to wean because i've had to keep stupid pumping in a hospital and then they won't even save my breast milk so i've been throwing it out so i've thrown out probably 100 ounces that's ridiculous i mean you yeah, could donate it them.
0: to children there
1: nope you're not allowed to. You have to go through uh, a lot of ri- ridiculous tests. Um, and that's her IV beeping. Sorry, guys. So uh, other than my shit week, how was yours, Lidlaw?
0: Um, well, definitely nothing as far as a shit show compared to yours. Um, but I wanted to go second because I feel like your topic was way more important. <laughs> um, but we got a call... Friday afternoon around, like, 1 o'clock. That... Was it 1 o'clock or 12 o'clock? I started panic texting the group text. 1 o'clock. Yeah, it was, like, 1 o'clock. Panic text to the group of, Oh, crap. Abigail's teacher just called me and told me that she was possibly exposed to COVID as late as Tuesday afternoon. So, I'm like, great. I have tried to keep the kids healthy all week so we could go to little Ryan's birthday party. So, I start... Panic texting the group. Seriously, just, like, I think I cried. It was bad, because I was just so disappointed, because it's, like, school started back. I feel like I haven't gotten to see you guys in so long. This was just kind of like a, just buzzkill, right? Total buzzkill. I was so excited to get to see y'all, us to do some fun little recordings and stuff like that. So, anyways, so we uh, got her tested, canceled our plans to come down to see you guys, and then um we luckily got the results back sunday more or saturday morning that she was negative which was great news however gabriel and i both ran fevers friday night and you and gabe were not tested only she was correct right gabriel and i were not tested we were running fevers so like that night i don't run fevers that's the first fever i've had in i don't know probably like two or three years so i was panicking that we actually had covid um because i was like oh my gosh i like i don't run fevers like this is we both felt really really bad and i like, as soon as i found out that she was exposed i started giving us all um you know vitamin d vitamin c zinc all you know vitamin all all the stuff you're supposed to take to help get you over viral infections um and so i started everybody on that gabriel and i ran fevers that night but by the next morning we felt fine thank god um And we got the negative result, so I don't know what we were fighting, but luckily the little two didn't have to get a fever or anything because I was, like, pushing. Since we did feel bad, I was pushing supplements all weekend of Mm -hmm. making sure we, you know. Yes, my voodoo medicine.
1: I mean, if they would have kept running. I think the voodoo medicine works better
0: not randomly, doesn't it? Well, I I give them supplements daily, but I do, like the stuff like um a multivitamin that's kid approved by the way um multivitamin and like I give them echinacea every other day but I don't push extra vitamin c like I give them vitamin c every other day I don't push extra unless they're actually sick because you're not supposed to Uh, like you don't want too much too much of that stuff can be a bad thing but vitamins are shutting down yeah vitamin d actually builds up in your system over time so you don't want to do too much of that either unless you're actually sick but you do need to have apparently like covid's hitting people really hard who have vitamin d deficiencies um or at least i've read that but did your chiropractor tell you that no that's actually something that um was something i read um on multiple different articles from places i trust so um so it was funny though
1: in our group text When you said that you and Gabe had fevers, I wrote back thinking, oh, this is gonna be just in, you know, funny jest. I said, "Uh, have you clued in your chiropractor to be on your interdisciplinary team? And you wrote back, yes, I called him this morning. I
0: wanted to die. But it's true. Okay, so here's the thing is I want to clarify this, right? Like, I don't use him instead of taking my kids to the doctor, but I have three small children. My oldest is five, so you can imagine how many times we've been to the pediatrician office. And this is how it goes every single time. If they start off with symptoms, no fever. Like, they have runny noses, coughs, all that stuff, and that goes on for, like, three to five days. And then they get a fever I take them to the doctor because something else is going on, right? They're starting to get bacterial infection or whatever, like, or ear infection or something like that. But if it starts with a fever, I have taken them, I don't know how many times when it starts off with a fever and the doctor's like, it's something viral. So if they keep running a fever for more than three to five days come back in at that point or if their fever goes above like 104 so it's not like I'm not taking them to the doctor and doing this in place of going to the doctor since Gabriel's symptoms started with a fever and no other symptoms I started pushing supplements in hopes that he would feel better before that three to five day mark where I have to take him to the doctor so had he ran a fever for that long I would have taken him to the doctor had he had other symptoms leading up to the fever I would have taken him to the actual pediatrician so I don't mm-hmm. want to say that I'm not taking the chiropractor, to the or pediatrician. Doctor. No, I actually take them to a real legit <laughs> pediatrician. They go to a real doctor too. Um, so we should have made a disclaimer though at the
1: beginning that we are not medical professionals and do not take our medical advice.
0: Oh yeah, well we can make a disclaimer now. We're like, not
1: great at this. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> Obviously, like this I've spent a week what, in the hospital.
0: This is just what um, we choose to do. Like, I mean, this is just how I handle it. Because the thing is, is. Um, so, yeah, um, do not take our medical advice as far we are Neither. not doctors. This is just what nope. works for me and my family. And, like, the thing is is that up until recently, I took the kids to the doctor. Every time they ran a fever, every time something like this came up, I did not depend on any supplements or anything like that. Because under the age of two, it's not recommended for you to give your kids supplements or anything anyways, right? Like, you're not supposed to put too much into their body. They should be getting it from breast milk and the food you're feeding them and all of that. So... Until Jason was really old enough to start taking some of these supplements, I didn't really depend on any of this stuff. But I have noticed Um, I give them echinacea every other day. And we were doing like elderberry. Nothing wrong with that either. But I just noticed. Yeah, we do elderberry. Yeah, their colds seem to get shorter if I do the echinacea as recommended, where it's like four times a day up on symptoms. And it's a child's version of echinacea, there's not much else in it. It just tastes real good because I use it too. <laughs> so I mean, I'm not giving them anything, and I also have talked to their doctor about this too. So she's fine with us giving them supplements when they're, when it's obviously not something that's bacterial or viral that's already past the point of like their fevers over 103, 104. Like, so do not think I do not take my children to the doctor. I do, but in the just instance take them where, to witch doctors. No, I take them to a real pediatrician. <laughs> but like. <laughs> <laughs> when it's a situation where it's like, well, I can just let them be sick, or I can give them some supplements that might help shorten the sickness and help them feel better, that's what I choose to do. So that's all mm-hmm. I'm doing for them, especially. Like you just for want me, healthy kids. Yeah, I just want healthy kids, and I don't want them to feel bad for days and days and days when sometimes, actually in most cases recently, I've been able to help them feel better faster, even when Gabriel was on antibiotics. Because remember, I said he was on antibiotics like three weeks ago. Um, Yeah, for his sinus infection because that was one of those situations. He started off with symptoms. I was giving him echinacea and the other things, and he still got a sinus infection, and I took him to the doctor as soon as he started running a fever and complaining he had a headache. Um, So sometimes, you know, you give them supplements to help their body fight it off, and sometimes the germs are just too big for their body, and that's the situation where you need to take them to the doctor. So I do not, by any means, recommend not taking your children to the doctor. It's just... If you have the opportunity and someone to help you figure out the right safe supplements for them, why not? If it helps them feel See, better. See, I'm the opposite.
1: The minute one of my children has a cough, I'm calling go med. Yeah. But mine is mostly because I know with Evelyn, we, we, we walk a, a tightrope.
0: It's a totally different situation.
1: Right, and that's the thing is that like now I have a a typical kid. I don't want to say non special needs. He's Mm -hmm. typical. He's like Mm -hmm. Lydia's three. Um, at least when he got sick, I was like,
0: yeah, whatever. Exactly. You have. I mean, I really was like, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, but Evelyn
1: throws up one time, and I'm like,
0: I know you have to pay a lot more special attention because she has a lot different needs, and that's that's the other. I mean, and honestly, like. I feel like you've kept her relatively away from being sick, even with her being in school and all of that. And it, it it's actually probably going to be harder now that little Ryan is in school because he's going to bring home all yeah. of those germs from mm-hmm. other typical children who are just snotty-nosed all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that and – so with Evelyn, when we bring her into the ER, she has a protocol. And it's a lot of blood work, and it's a lot of uh, – D10 is basically the fancy word for some water with some calories in it. Mm -hmm. And so they give her that. And then we take a bunch of blood work. Every one of her blood work numbers came back perfect. That's like unheard of in kids with this genetic disorder. Mm -hmm. The only thing wrong with her is that her ammonia was at like 93, which the normal level on an everyday person is under 50. So it's not even that... Hi. When she was first born, her ammonia was like 800. Oh, my God. So like putting that in perspective, that like yeah. dialysis on a seven pound kid, it had to get up to 800.
0: And for those, you know, of, I don't
1: want it to ever happen again. But
0: Right. So for those people who don't understand what that means, so what is the ammonia actually? Why is it dangerous for her ammonia to go up? Well, it's dangerous for anybody's ammonia to go up. Right, but why? The I, like, thing honestly, is, is that because I we, know Evelyn. You like- and
1: I have uh, livers that function. Mm-hmm. So Evelyn has a liver that functions, but she's missing the a part of her. Now we're going to get into science. I'm mm-hmm. like Bill the mm-hmm. science guy over here. She's missing a part in the mitochondria. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Harry Potter's going to correct the shit out of that. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> that. Processes certain amino acids that are in mm-hmm. protein which in turn because her body can't process it it builds up as ammonia okay and ammonia uh, like builds up everywhere so it's in the brain it's around the heart it's around all her organs so the th- the goal is to always keep it at a normal level mm-hmm because the ammonia do. can
0: do damage to her organs, like her brain. Correct. Or her heart. Or.
1: And we want it as low as we possibly can have it because even if – so some kids with PA stick around like 100. If that's their normal, that's their normal. Mm-hmm. But if you stick around 100, slowly all your organs are going to be like – you know, like if you put a pickle in vinegar, it, or if you put a cucumber in vinegar, it becomes a pickle. It's kinda like that. Like when you put your brain and your heart and your kidneys in a very acidic environment, they start changing. They start to get damaged so, and yeah. Yes, and every medication that you would give a kid with PA doesn't cross the blood-brain barrier. You can come in. Oh, you get more things. Oh, we're gonna make a flower,
0: dude. Very cool. She's eating right now. Okay, I stop. I, I stopped can't the recording for the like nurses. Like, okay. No, that's fine. fine. I the totally stopped, stopped the, the record. I started it back, but I stopped it just in case there was anything that you need to say that you didn't want on the <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> so that was a nurse <laughs>
1: stopping by to check on yes. Evie. and you bring her some treats because she's so bored. I mean, like I the, the hospital depression is real. It's real. So like when you're here and you're sick you, you know, it's it's fine sitting in a bed. It's fine sitting in dark room. It's fine not doing anything. But when you're here and the only thing wrong with you is your ammonia's elevated and you're not really sick, that is torture. Like she is being tortured right now, basically. She cannot leave the room because we came in and she was tested for uh the rhinovirus and became positive so they won't let her leave the room even though now we're over that we don't have any symptoms for days right still won't let her leave the room right so the nurse is nice enough to bring in like play-doh and a little art and craft deal because she (laughs) she's sitting here on her phone and she loves her phone i don't ever let her have her phone unless she's eating but in the hospital there's nothing else to do and i feel so bad for her i'm like here's your phone and she's over the phone she's like no i don't want it she just threw it on the floor Oh, my God. So we're having, I I hope, I'm hoping we're getting out of here today. That's that's really good. Um.
0: And now we're back from our break.
1: (laughs) Hey, peeps, we're back. Don't worry about it
0: not a thing we are um it is now a different day <laughs>
1: it's a different week it is a different, different week it's a different fucking week at this point <laughs> oh i God. mean i'm still doing the same bullshit though still stuck in baby jail
0: well you got to go home
1: uh for like 30 hours
0: yeah so, so i guess hmm. continue where you left off because basically you guys were talking about going home that night you actually got released you got no to leave. not
1: that night we did not we oh it wasn't
0: that night okay no, we had
1: stayed till Friday, and then we were released on Friday. Uh, we, we thought we were good to go. We got to the lake. Ryan did not come with us. He met us on Saturday. And by the time Ryan got there, Evelyn wasn't keeping any of her food down. She was super puny. Um, so on Sunday morning, Ryan and I put her in the car, brought her back to baby jail, and lo and behold, all last week, the hospital had given her the wrong dosage of a medication she has to have to help her eliminate uh, the... the uh, ammonia? The, no, it's not. It's the, uh, the amino acids that her body cannot ah. break down, which causes the ammonia. See, I don't, I'm not trying to... Because I'm going to have these fuckers that want to <laughs> listen to this show and be like, oh, she don't, that bitch don't know what she's talking about. No, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I'm just a mom who is very unqualified to do this type of chemistry experiment that I do all the time, called yeah. Evelyn.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so. No, but and really, you're think, the
1: reason this got all fucked up.
0: Yes, I am the reason. My husband was home from work, and um, the reason he took off was because he wanted to get a ton of things done before my daughter's birthday party over the weekend, and he was very irritated that I was taking up that time he needed he wasn't he didn't tell me until thursday evening after we had already planned our recording time for friday that uh he was gonna take off so it was chaotic to say the least um you're saying it
1: much nicer than i would have
0: yeah i was pretty peeved but um we got a bunch of stuff done so at least something good came of it i guess um but yeah That's why we're re-recording, well not re-recording, we're recording on a different day.
1: We're just adding to the previous recording, so when this shit doesn't make sense, it's kind of like all our other recordings, where we just talk randomly and off-topic.
0: Well, and this was a shit show of an episode anyways, so now the name fits more appropriately than it already
1: did. (laughs) True, true, true. Um, We were going to try to get you
0: guys out a... Labor Day episode and it didn't happen, so this will be one day late, maybe two, yeah. and
1: um, yeah, and we're trying our best, guys. We're
0: yeah, trying our best. I'm, I'm
1: sitting in a hospital room with a stupid mic and headphones on. The nurses keep looking at me like I'm an idiot.
0: Again, this is the second time you've recorded <laughs> in the hospital. I just have to, I have to say, I appreciate your commitment to the podcast because. I honestly did not expect you to be willing to record last week or this week. So thank you. You're welcome.
1: It's for our our loyal followers that are basically our friends and my husband.
0: All 15 to 20 of you. (laughs) (laughs) One day. One day. Um, So you guys had to leave the lake and... So, you have to drive from the lake. How far is the drive from the lake? Did you have to do the ambulance again, or was someone no, able no. to drive with and you?
1: There is a closer children's hospital. Birmingham would have been closer. But we're married
0: to this one. You, you, you know? know the people there. Well, it's close to ho- closer don't mind to home. i to not
1: saying the hospital because um, we do have. I mean, it's my, my fucking license plate has their damn logo on it. Uh, it's next to Emory. Yeah. Uh, sit down. Sit
0: down. No. Oh. And Evelyn is probably trying to escape right now. <laughs> okay. Okay, so she's done trying to escape. Maybe. Well,
1: no, she's just now in a different corralled area, probably <laughs> going to escape. <laughs> she currently has an IV in both arms. So she's not really allowed to move anywhere, and she's almost five,
0: and it's fucking impossible now that she's more way more mobile than she used to be oh she yeah. used to not walk right now, so i mean this was, was like... easy
1: as shit when uh she was nine months old even she didn't walk until she was three so even like when we came when she was two we could keep her in the bed yeah i can't i go from the bed to the chair to the wagon to here walk in this little air. i don't mean because we're also covid there's no playroom right. There right. is no visitors. There is n- I mean I can take her to the courtyard, but there's a reason I'm fat and overweight and it's because I don't <laughs> like walking that much.
0: So, do you, do you guys at least get to bring her toys or anything? Yes, that's what you're hearing okay.
1: the sharks. So okay. she has. So also I had to spend $60 in the gift shop because she wanted all these cars. Oh. So she's playing with the cars right now in the bed. Does she it's like cars? Bus. She loves cars. It's like her favorite. She likes all boys things, almost no girls things. Cannot put it. She does not give a shit about a baby doll. But if you Noted. give her a I little have, track, she's all about it.
0: I have this car that um, I'm going to get you guys that we have that Jason and Gabriel love to play with, together with. It's like a huge dump truck from Target. And I'm going to get mm. you this one. Very cool. She'll love they it. They will love it. Yeah, um, Gabriel Gabriel can fit in it. He like puts his knees in it and like scoots himself around. Oh wow!
1: <laughs> so I'm sure she'll love it. Well,
0: he's like the smallest um,
1: one of your gigantic children. So
0: he was at birth, but he's actually the highest percentile currently. So. Well, he's also older. Yeah, but I mean for his age range, oh, okay. like he has stayed the highest in the eight like apparently jason is now in like the 70 something percentile because he has an ear infection so we had to go to the doctor yesterday <laughs> so, mm. hmm. <laughs> the saga of sick children continues i am i don't know what well, I it's would expected
1: do. in your house though
0: yeah yeah um well he didn't run a fever or anything but his teacher said something friday about he was saying his mouth hurt and oh. he's already got his two-year-old molars like almost fully in so it, There's like not even really any skin on it anymore, like any gum on it. So I was like, it can't be his tooth. So I kept an eye on him all weekend, and he did not play much at Abby's birthday party. So I knew I was like waiting for a fever. And instead of a fever, he just coughed and cried all night. And so I took him the next morning to urgent care because I was like, you've got an ear infection.
1: You're just going to have to start drugging him.
0: Well, (laughs) apparently (laughs) I did give him Tylenol last night before bed because the doctor said like the ear infection will take like two days for the antibiotics to do any good Mm -hmm. so um but I I did ask her because I so my stepsister, all three of her children they were not in daycare um I don't think maybe oldest might have been a little bit I I can't remember exactly but they weren't in daycare at least as much as mine have been because she doesn't she doesn't work full-time like she works um less hours than full-time but not quite half-time anyways um all three of her girls had to have tubes in their ears because they got ear infections like back to back to back all starting before even six months old. None of mine really had ear infections until like eight months. Gabriel and Abigail didn't really have them until they started school and then they've had like one or two. Jason has had, this is probably his sixth or seventh one, um, but it's been since he's been in school. And I asked his his doctor yesterday, I was like, should I be concerned? Um, and other pediatricians may have differing opinions on this, but basically, she said that this is just the age range that that happens for kids, especially ones in daycare. So, if are kids ear are in- infections contagious? They're my, not.
1: I know my sister in law is going to be like, "Oh my god, what an idiot to ask that question." I don't but- think
0: the ear infection itself is contagious. I think like the viruses that cause the ear infection are. I think it's more of like build up of stuff because the sinuses are blocked with mucus and other things that's my understanding i could be wrong because i am definitely not a doctor that's just what i have put together in my head from this podcast yeah we'll just i just pretend yeah last time i think we talked about how many supplements so this is another one of those instances i had given him supplements all week but his snotty nose prevailed, and it's he a got an yeah, ear infection anyway. infections. You should
1: no. talk to your chiropractor. What does your chiropractor say about all this?
0: Um, I'm sure he wouldn't like that he's Did on he antibiotics. It out? My God,
1: I'm
0: mean, gonna piss off chiropractors. He'd make those suggestions for sure. <laughs> my so the guy I go to, he's he's been my chiropractor since I was in sixth grade, and I'm in my thirties, so I've been going to him forever. And he went later and got the licensing and everything for the functional medicine stuff and I didn't go for a very long time to any of that because it took me a while to kind of buy into it as well but after a cardiologist told me that getting dizzy and my heart rate being below 40 at night was normal and I just have to get used to it I was like fuck right off I'm not going to You should have just went that. and saw a different cardiologist. The, well, uh, I, I hope mean, I'm not telling too much Lydia. about my life but I have Kaiser and <laughs> you can't just do that. They won't just send you to another cardiologist they, they were basically in the network they, they put me on a three day heart monitor mm-hmm. and every time I got dizzy or my heart rate was low I was supposed to push a button and it was supposed right. to like mark that for them to look at and they basically told me you don't have any um I don't remember exactly all the terms but there were like a couple different things where your heart skips beats or it starts beating yeah like erratically. And stuff like that yeah So because I didn't have any of those problems, they were like, oh, well, it's good that your heart rate's below 40. And I'm like, is it? Is that safe? Um, So he was basically, you'll just have to get used to it. You've never gotten dizzy standing up before. And I'm like, yeah, when I'm pregnant, my body doesn't have enough oxygen flowing to all of the blood it's making. So no. Um, But yeah, I was getting super dizzy on standing. Um, I could tell my blood pressure was off. Like it was, it was weird. But apparently your hormones can do that. Like, there's certain situations where, like, when your progesterone's too high and stuff, your stuff can do all that. I know you're like obsessed
1: with hormones,
0: dude. But since I mean, I see the numbers on them and it's changed, and I feel different from the blood your chiropractor takes. He doesn't take it. LabCorp (laughs) does. They're the ones who do the numbers. We could Other, not be any be different. more
1: different. We could it'd not be, be any more different with how we do our healthcare.
0: No, and that's true. And I'm, I'm very mean,
1: proactive. You're very. Um, if you need me to suck off a tree once a week, I'll do it.
0: <laughs> and I'm not. I mean, if I can <laughs> tell something is working, like I said, like Jason didn't it's even in run your a head, fever. Baby. <laughs> I, I mean, Jason didn't even run a fever. I took him to the doctor because I could tell, like what I was doing was not working and he was starting to have Okay.
1: Well, coverage. I mean at least at least you take them to the doctor. Yeah. You're not one of those other people that's like, Nope, here we go. You're gonna have Yeah, so like we're gonna my start taking vinegar baths. No, my know, know, or whatever you guys
0: do. I don't even know if his children have been vaccinated for anything. I don't mm. know if they've ever taken Tylenol all a day in their life. Like he is very against any modern medicine. Um and I am not Oh, is he one of those people that had home births too? I probably, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. Um, I think his wife's also a chiropractor. So, um. I don't think he's going to sponsor this podcast after
1: I uh, finish talking badly about him.
0: Well, I mean, I can say things that I've done have worked. I can say that I see the differences. And it's not just I wait until I see the numbers differences. And then I think in my head, oh, well, I do feel better. It's, I'm feeling and seeing differences in my everyday life that I feel better for. It's the same thing as, like, when I cut out gluten. You guys were like, oh, it's just in your head. I didn't care if it was in my head or not. I felt better, and that's all that mattered to me was, like, I feel better. So it's just going to continue. But, again, yeah. nobody has a
1: problem with you being gluten-free. It's not everywhere we go. you got to announce to everyone in earshot that you can't eat gluten. I used to. Now I don't now i'm yeah like, but you yeah but you know what i'm talking about like yeah you're oh about? yeah i used like, to I'd is there like, anything gluten-free in this little dive bar that
0: we're well, at when no first, lady they have miller light and bud light this is true when i first started being gluten-free i was in my early 20s so like gluten free was not a thing like i mean it was but not not widely available like it is now so now i don't have to ask every there's gluten-free options everywhere now it's awesome <laughs> <My> <laughs> early 20s not so much corona was like my only option <laughs> That's delicious, though. It is good. Yeah. Um, Y'all like our new background music? Oh, yeah. I Can you hear no the thunder going on at my house? To... No. Okay, good. Because it is like rattling my home right now. Mm. Um, but anyways, so we had the shit show of your week last week. And you this had, week. We're, this we're week. almost mid this week. This is, I know. I'm going to move in I'm still in, in, in the here. hospital. So um, tell me how this impacts you because again we tried to focus a little bit more on how this impacts you because I don't think anyone ever focuses on the parents issues with this as much as they do the children because obviously the children are super important but as other mothers in similar situations with either just children who have other type of health issues or genetic issues or whatever the case may be who have gone through this like what is the experience of having another child at home how does that
1: it makes me very sad that, um, mm-hmm. so little Brian is a COVID baby who's never not been around me and now f- almost for two weeks. He's been with my mom.
0: So did Evelyn stay oh pretty God, she's relatively... my pressing all
1: the buttons on purpose,
0: I think. <laughs> <It's> totally fine. <laughs> but I honestly don't notice it until you say something okay, about good. it. Okay, so. <laughs> good. Um, did... So since you guys were home a lot, I guess she really wasn't getting sick. So you guys didn't really have to be in the hospital while he was a baby with uh, No, this is
1: the first time we've been in the hospital since he's been born.
0: Okay, so he's definitely not used to this. He, this no. is kind of like a culture shock for a baby.
1: No, and Dad's home with him tonight. So he'll get some loves from Dad. But um, Ryan's offered to let me go home, but then it makes me sad to leave Evelyn. And the issue with leaving Evelyn is that I am her expert. Right. Nobody else knows Evelyn. I mean, if you ask me how many times has she been in the hospital, I can probably tell you the exact dates. Yeah. So. Well, and I mean, I know. That's why I
0: come and stay in the hospital. I know not all fathers are this way, but I feel like typically they're more focused on having fun with their kids and stuff like that versus paying attention to, like, the important things, like you do when no, you're in but the
1: hold hospital on, let me rant about this
0: oh okay so I love a good my rant. husband yeah well,
1: especially for me my husband is around a lot like yeah. when when Evelyn since the day we found out that she had an organic isthemia he has been around uh-huh. he doesn't do as much as I do with it but every hospital stay he he comes, you know, he stays, Mm. he, he goes to work, he comes back to the hospital, he uh, makes sure to pack up our stuff, he, you know, he's, when she was first diagnosed, it was two whole weeks of me and him, day in, day out in the hospital. Yeah. Here's what pisses me off. Why is it such a big deal that he's here? To everyone else? Why, why are doctors and nurses coming in saying, Oh, dad's here. Oh my God. Lucky girl. Daddy's here. Yeah. I'm fucking here too. I've been here. I'm not going yeah, I have your hospital stay. I do every phone call. I do every conference. I do all the, uh, you know, juggling of appointments and therapies. And I'm at every, you know, not important doctors meeting, but every, you know, also bullshit ones you know but nobody's ever super surprised to see mom here but they walk in and they're like oh wow that's a good dad and yes he is a good dad but we need to start looking at this as these are good parents stop just expecting that the mom's gonna be here it is mom's (laughs) responsibility to take care of the children all the time and dad if he decides to show up gets a fucking parade thrown now granted my husband has a very difficult job yeah. So it is he, he he does sometimes deserve a parade to be thrown when he does come to things because it's very hard for him right to get out of the commitment that he has.
0: But, but it shouldn't be the expectation that it always has to be the mom. I mean there I mean there's a lot of great stay-at-home dads. That's Evelyn. Mm-hmm.
1: And so that no that is true.
0: Right, and you're, and Ryan, they've, you guys, I don't know how much you want to go into this, but you guys, like, kind of changed up how he was working and stuff like that, so, like, he's actually been able to be home a lot more um, Um, than he used to be.
1: uh, Ryan said he doesn't care if we tell people what he does. So, my husband is in the Army, so when he's gone, he's gone, gone. Like, there is no, no in-between um, he's either not here or he is here a lot. (laughs) Yeah. So that's why, I mean, it's, it's going to be hard to be vague any longer because people are going to be like, does, who is this man? Is she making him up? I'm not, he, I mean, he's for three years. He was here maybe like four months out of the three years. Now he's been home a lot more.
0: Yeah. So that's
1: why, you know, when he's able to be around, he is around, he is present, he is in it. Mm -hmm. but there's only so much he can do when he's deployed or when he's in training or you know yeah whatever the hell he's doing I don't I mean he's always doing something
0: yeah yeah I mean I get that I I have relatives whose husbands are I won't like go into too much with the relationship but like I have relatives whose husbands are in the military too and sometimes I feel like I mean they do I get it when they come home they do need a break cuz they've been literally working nonstop but I feel like it's when you have young kids you you just can't take a break like right that's you you can't you got to be there and be present for your kids and so it's
1: okay I have something okay let me let me counter counteract what you're doing okay so yesterday I tell Ryan cuz Ryan's here with me or he was mm-hmm. yesterday he said yeah. I said I'm going to need to take a shower tonight Knowing he wasn't going to be here today. And right. he looks at me and goes, I've never once told you you can't take a shower. And I'm like, I know you've never told me I can't take a shower. But I, being the mom, have to physically tell you, hey, I'm leaving the room. Keep your eyes on the kids. Oh, my God. Because if I don't so tell true. you, you don't necessarily always notice when I'm not there. Or you think, oh, she's just in the kitchen. Or she's just in the, you know, I'm, I'm letting right. you know I'm about to be unavailable For a short amount of time. Right. Whereas, at least in our household, Ryan, if he wants to take a shower, just goes take a shower. Right. Or, I mean, he wants to take a shit, he just goes take a shit. Right. (laughs) Every time I take a shit, I normally have a kid, at least one on me, if not both of them in there with me.
0: I am the same. So, my husband will do say? Like, he goes upstairs, locks himself away, right? But then, if I have to go, like, I'm sitting here fighting with the kids, like... It's ridiculous, but then Mm -hmm. he's like, "Why don't you just go upstairs?" And I'm like, "How many times do I get to go to the bathroom when you're actually home? Like, I am home the majority of the time. The kids are home. Well, also, and hear me. I'm just used
1: to it. The kids have legs and can use stairs.
0: Yeah. And then they just bang on the door. Plus, I also have three small ones, and so like I, I would rather stay on the same floor, even if I have the door shut, because at least I can hear what's going on. And if I have to get up, like I can. But if I'm upstairs, I can't hear what's going on. Yeah. Also, you know, that's stairs that they can fall down while I'm not readily available to help.
1: <laughs> and this is not at all dad bashing. I have oh, a great no. dad. My husband is a great dad. Yeah. Um I my feel brother like my ho- is a great dad. I mean, we I I've, I've surrounded myself with very good men. It, yes. it is just pointing out the difference
0: and that they may be
1: good. Um just just go take a shower then oh this is gonna be it's gonna be a (laughs) podcast Because he actually does listen (laughs) to the podcast
0: yeah no my husband's a great dad I just think that he he isn't here as much as I am so it's like the breaks that I you know like I feel like he takes that for granted without realizing it but he's great to the kids like he's fantastic and keeps them very entertained when he is home and he is very present on the weekends like it is family time he actually gets upset when i make plans on the weekends to get out of the house because he's like it's family time
1: yeah but you've been with them all week
0: right 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 he uh, i think he just, just doesn't want to watch
1: him on his own
0: well he's also antisocial, so he doesn't get the fact that i need to see my friends he doesn't he doesn't he has friends but he doesn't make as much of an effort as i do like i'm friends with his friends wives So that we can go hang out with his friends sometimes. Because I'm like, otherwise we would never hang out. Like, we have a friend that works with us. Oh, we have a friend. I think you met Dan. Dan listened to our first episode. He says it wasn't for him because, you know, it's about mom stuff. And I was like, that's fine. Well, nobody asked Dan. No, but he at least tried to. I thought that was awesome that he gave us a try. Harry Potter listens to
1: every one of our uh, podcasts. He's not a mom. Yet.
0: (laughs) Yet. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, this is definitely not a dad bashing episode. But it is there. I feel like moms don't get the. It's it's you're right. It's like any time a dad shows up to do anything, even if it's just a normal activity that a mom does every day, they get the applause. Mm-hmm. And it's like we work our butts off. And, you know, it's just expected. And I hate yep. that. I hate that. There's always that quote that's always in. On a new post on Instagram, it's like, you know, if you're a working mom, you have to, you're expected to treat your children like you don't work, but you're also expected to work like you don't have children.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my work is very good about that, though. Um, I am allowed to work from the
0: hospital. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I my work is very flexible. I have
1: FMLA on Evelyn just as a safety net. Yeah. But, uh, like, I started working today at you know, she wokes up at 4 a.m., so, you know, 5 a.m., I'm on the laptop.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I, I appreciate how flexible my job is, too. Um, I feel like – I feel sorry for people out there who don't have the flexibility. I know I used to work in a call center, and it was not flexible at all. There's no flexibility. Like, you don't show up, you don't get paid, you don't have time off. Like, it's – you know, you have to even go to schedule your bathroom breaks, right? <laughs> so there are a lot of jobs out there that are not flexible, so – and I also feel like single moms who don't get the break – very often because dad's not in the same household you guys rock you're my hero because i my husband goes out of the country and brandy is too because i don't know how you do it when ryan's out of the country because my husband leaves the country very rarely but when he does and he's gone for even a week i'm like oh my gosh i just need to see someone else other than children and have a conversation (laughs) with an adult yeah well i've though made a little tribe
1: You know like Mm -hmm. on sunday when me and ryan brought evelyn to uh the hospital little ryan stayed back with grandma grandpa wayne jan uncle tim and cece yeah so and they all you know watched him they made sure that he's okay i mean because he's not i mean he's one but you still got to watch him yeah you still got to feed him you got to throw some chips on the floor or something for him (laughs) He's and he's to go in his cage at night. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. Just joking. It's my little baby. And I miss him so much. And I've been crying when he calls. Well, he doesn't oh. call. Grandma calls. Because yeah. it's just sad for me. But I'm also Evelyn's comfort. Yes. You know, like, when we have to hold her down to take an ammonia level, afterwards, she wants me to hold her. You know, she wants me to hold her at night. So I, not that she wouldn't want her dad, because she probably would if I wasn't around. Right. But like I said, he's, he's gone for long stretches of time. I'm the comfort. I'm home to her. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And it's only going to be a short amount of time that I'm home to these kids. Yeah. And it's really hitting me hard in the face, especially with little Ryan turning one. I feel like I don't even know where the last year went. He is my last kid. We're not having any more Petersons. You guys and, sure? You finally um, made the no. decision? No, it's been made. That decision's been made. We are not I having I thought we still case. had some babies on ice. We have one baby on ice that is going to be donated. Oh, that's. I'm good. not having it. It's a it's a boy, but I'm not. No, um, I'm done being pregnant.
0: I'm done. You you had a rough pregnancy with yeah. baby Ryan. I
1: did. Um, and I just don't want to do it again. I'm getting
0: old. You know, I'm gonna be 34 next year. Yeah. See, I I think that had I not already made up my mind... Like, I personally was not ready for baby three. Um, and when it happened, I can't... I was happy but also really upset at the same time. Because I was not... I had not made up my mind that we were done having children. But I had made up my mind that I wasn't ready for one yet. And so blessing but also a little bit upsetting at first and so I think um I rushed to the whole hey let's get let's do something to make sure this doesn't happen again and my youngest Jason his pregnancy was so easy it was I mean it wasn't it wasn't great that I had to deliver him at 37 weeks because I had coleostasis but the coleostasis didn't really bother me other than being itchy um and it was a little bit scary because I had to go to the doctor all the time but like his pregnancy was so easy he was the best baby so sometimes it kind of like creeps in of like Oh, I kind of miss having a newborn only because it was so easy with him if I think back to like Gabriel who my my first oh that pregnancy wasn't that bad but the labor was rough the like 36 hours of labor and um he was he had colic I'm pretty sure they just wouldn't diagnose it and it was like six months of him just crying and he's never really been a good sleeper until he turned like four (laughs)
1: so see I think the opposite when I see other people with their newborns I'm like oh
0: well you're just coming out of it I'm two years out of it no
1: but here's the thing I think little Ryan is more fun now like, I yeah, love they do get fun. that he loves me so much. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember if I was
0: saying this to Lauren or to my friend Haley, like, late, late recently. It's, like, the... It's unfair that when you're so recently postpartum and they're, like, little snuggly newborns and they do all the cute things and smile for the first time for real and not just gassy smiles and they do all the cooing, it's, like... I hate that you're so still kind of out of your head, like, postpartum anxiety or depression sometimes. And, you know, you can't always 100% enjoy it. And then by the time those things are over, you you feel like you missed it. But at the same time, you don't want to go back because the postpartum stuff is so rough. It's just, it's not fair.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I look at, like, Lauren and Murphy who just had my... Uh my littlest niece, also my newest godchild, mm. is eight, nope, 11 weeks old. And as cute as she is.
0: Nope. Yeah. I don't want oh my another gosh.
1: 11 week old. She, I, she got all her dad's
0: hair because dad has none. She has all the hairs. Can we just talk for a second about how much those baby girls look alike? When They're she identical. Posted that they picture, look just like Murphy's mom.
1: They look I, just like Peg. I tried ah. to get her to name uh, Chandler Peggery.
0: I thought that <laughs> one would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. I like saw the picture she posted the side by side, and I just thought it was different angles of Chandler. And nope. I was like, oh, they like, what? look identical, and they both look like Peg. Yeah, that's so crazy. Some jeans they don't are just look strong. like my
1: brother, but they are his for Some. sure. No, when Regan was super tiny, like when she, she did. was like six months old, she looked identical to Seth. Yeah but now she doesn't i think some facial expressions she does she still looks like him a little she's so bit. little like they're just yeah. she well murphy's like petite you know like murphy's got yeah. small feet small hands yeah and uh you can tell that the little girls are going to be like that which is good because like on you know Sess and my side we're a little bit heftier you know like i have humongous hands if I had a penis it'd be humongous <laughs> I mean I'm just saying like look at these gorilla hands Aww. and uh, my kids have and so Ryan and I both have really long toes and my kids both have like these ridiculously long toes that's too. so
0: funny do you have problems finding shoes that fit right
1: no because I, I mean most women are eight to nine and a half shoe size and that's what I am yeah
0: you and I wear some tissues. Yeah, we do. I'm I'm the tallest woman in my family, and Brian's sister is a little bit taller than I am. But she's a lot more slender than I am. I, I don't know what Abby's going to – I have no idea. There's like a – Abby could take after anybody because all the women on my side of the family are all petite, except like petite built in stature, like – Like short. Five to five-two, five-three, yeah. and then I'm five-six, almost five-seven, and my sister in law, I think she's five seven five eight, um, and my, my mother in law is like five six five seven. So I don't know who Abby will take after. Right now, she bless her heart, she's barely the fiftieth percentile for height. So I don't we'll believe see that. what I've seen her in person. Um, well, she's built bigger. Like she, I was the same size as her when I was younger. Like I was always kind of like the bigger kid until I hit puberty. I mean, she and like, I like towers over everyone. No, she's not taller than Evelyn, is she? I thought Evelyn was closer Evelyn to Gabriel's height. Evelyn might be
1: height. taller, but Evelyn's dad
0: is very tall. Yeah, so Abigail is, um, she's not like a, a skinny little tiny twig by any means. Like she's definitely Ryan's stout.
1: kids are all very lean and tall. Yeah,
0: Abigail and is. And Evelyn's trending that way. Yeah, I wouldn't say Abigail is chunky. She's definitely slimmed up because she's And we are boring the shit taller. out of our listeners right now. Yeah, that's probably true. Hey. Change of topic.
1: Hey, lady, lady, lady. All of her shit, and then it undoes, and then we end up. I've changed these fucking sheets 900 times today. <laughs> like, I don't even change sheets at home that much. Oh, my God, that's that's too funny. I really hope I'm not yelling the F word in the children's hospital, but I have headphones on, so can't tell.
0: I, I mean, I can't tell how, if you're yelling or not, but, I mean, I guess we could... Wrap it up here because we probably recorded at least thirty minutes last time. We've about that time now, so we can try to attempt family roundtable <laughs> and asshole of the week.
1: Okay, Weeks. okay Oh, okay. Uh, family roundtable. You go first, or me go first?
0: You can go first. Oh
1: dang it! I haven't thought of anything. Um. Well, I guess the best part of my week was. Ooh so there's a little restaurant so i do DoorDash for dinner when i'm in the mm-hmm. hospital it's like a little treat that i survived the day right and i like it's fit and fresh they have a mushroom soup Ooh. that is i'm um, amazing it's like I a creamy some- mushroom soup it's so good oh my god that sounds really so good. so that is a plus to being in the hospital because we don't have a fit and fresh around where i live right and this, like, um, I dream
0: of this mushroom soup. I'm always jelly. You guys cook some amazing dinners all the time.
1: Yeah, but I don't like cooking if it's gonna be nine thousand ingredients. Yeah. Oh, I hear that. You I heard hear the that thunder, thunder that time? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I'll cook if it's like ten ingredients or under. Yeah. And you can tell with this yeah. soup,
0: it's it's an all day soup simmer. Nice. That sounds really good. Do you have a? Um, we'll talk about this offline. I need some. Um, Not Crock-Pot. What's it? Instapot recipes. Instapot?
1: Oh, I got so many Instapot recipes. We finally I got the one. I love Instapot. I love
0: it. I was skeptical, but Brian bought one because he saw some recipes he wanted to try, and it is way better than the Crock-Pot. Like, he did the same recipe I did in the Crock-Pot for some um, pork, pulled pork, and it was better.
1: Yeah, it... You get a juicier meat... Um, in a shorter amount of time, my only issue with the, now, now we're just getting to be old ladies on QVC. My only issue with an Instapot is that it says, okay, it's 20 minutes, set the timer for 20 minutes, but it's like actually 40 minutes because it takes 20 minutes to get the fucking pressure.
0: Yeah. You got to let the steam release. Yeah. So, but I will tell Still you, i eight hours. some very delicious,
1: delicious shit from the Instapot. I also dabble. In the air
0: fryer a little bit oh my god i the air fryer is the only way we eat vegetables around here you fry all the vegetables we do like avocado oil and some seasonings and we'll do the broccoli we do green beans i do green beans in there and get them crispy with like some parmesan cheese and my kids eat them like french fries
1: oh good well at least so it is something. like
0: Oh yeah, it's, it's it's a good way to get them the healthy fat because of the avocado oil and then they get vegetables too. And Br- Gabriel is finally eating vegetables because good. he likes them air fried. So that's Very the good. only way we do vegetables around that's here. That's how
1: we make our puffin nuggets. Oh. Also, if you've never made a grilled cheese in an
0: air fryer, you are missing out. I did the, gr- the grilled cheese you told me about and the mm-hmm. kids were obsessed. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Obsessed i'm gonna start
1: like a side cooking show for our thing i love to cook one
0: hey let's get this youtube channel up and running eventually that's my fucking job you know i can't can't it's fine i gotta figure out how how are we supposed to record we gotta figure that out it'll be fine
1: yeah we don't know how to do anything so if you guys want to send us a link on how to start a youtube channel that'd be nice but then Um, i'm gonna have to start wearing makeup
0: (sighs) i mean i'm not going to like i i mean the whole point of this is we want to be relatable to women yeah, but I don't want to I'm be ugly d- on the internet every day. But you're not. Mm-hmm. Also, with the pro- I've got to rebuy the stuff you told me to buy on the Amazons. Oh, because
1: that my, my face... mother-in-law made very clear to me that I look old as shit.
0: You don't. But no, I do have to say... according to her. Did she suggest you that stuff or did you find yep. that stuff? Nope. She told me the, the exact brand. The woman doesn't allow... And lie. then told me I needed more Botox. I have... Well, you were breastfeeding. You're not supposed to get it. Well, yeah, a I can't get it in anyway, so I just um, it. yeah. So yeah, I my face, my forehead was very bulldog wrinkly while I was breastfeeding. Um, I uh, definitely love that stuff. My face is the most even toned it's ever been in my entire life. So, I have to say. Yeah,
1: well, I always forget to put it on, so that's why my face is falling off.
0: It's not. It's gorgeous. All right, mm. so what is the bad for you for don't this week?
1: People, Evelyn. <laughs> I know you think it's funny. Here, sorry, she calls people on my cell phone.
0: Totally fine. I um. What's your best time of the week or best thing about this week? Uh, best thing about this week, Abigail's birthday party was a big success. Big success. It it went off very well. We didn't have. Any real hiccups, and she had so much fun. She was falling asleep sitting up on the floor. So
1: that's cute. I saw that picture. That was very cute. It
0: was it was precious. So, um, and she was very nice about sharing all of her toys with her brothers. So they they kept. She was asleep for a while, and they kept asking to open stuff. And we told them they had to wait till she woke up. And they'd bring her stuff and be like, "Abby, can we open this?" And she's like, "Yes, you can play with it." Just shared all her. toys. Oh, that's I was very that's proud different. of her. I know, I was very proud of her. Um, so what's your bad for the week?
1: <sighs> we're, we're, we're back. I mean, we're basically just start forwarding my mail to Hotel Chowa. Oh, that's um, there yeah. is, we have to, my little buddy needs to be able to keep her food down with no throw-ups
0: before I can take her home. What, have they tried testing that yet, or are they waiting until No, we've been levels? trying. She keeps throwing up. Do they, they think it's just,
1: since the day we got here.
0: Is it just until, like, her amino acids, like, settle down? Or, like, what's, what's the deal? What do they think is the cause of her still throwing up?
1: Well, we don't really know. We're, um... Everybody's got their opinion. You know? Like, you're feeding her too fast. You're feeding her too much protein. You're, you
0: know... She's upset. She's congested. No, she's
1: congested because she keeps throwing up out of her damn nose. That's why she's. But you guys
0: haven't changed any of her feeding stuff or anything. Yeah. No. Every time you go in the hospital, you have to change it. Yeah. Every time you go in the hospital, you have to change it, because
1: since she has an issue uh, processing protein, if you're sick, you don't want to overload your body with something your body has to fight hard to do with on a regular. So we take her protein down to like a bare minimum level well, well we start off and in, in it's non-existent protein we take her off we give her lipids and d10 d10 is basically sugar water and uh so she's getting the amount of calories she's not burning extra calories she's good you can't take these kids off protein for too long though because then you know everybody's body needs protein right so if you're off of protein for too long Your body starts breaking down itself to get those
0: whatever those nutrition or I don't I don't fucking know yeah the muscle she has built up she starts losing
1: yeah so we gotta reintroduce protein and the theory is you do it slowly Mm -hmm. and it works well (laughs) uh, we had a little miscommunication yesterday because I make her formula in the in the room I don't let anybody else make it. Mm-hmm. And I was told give her three grams of protein per meal, which I did. I told them I was going to feed her five times. For some reason, they thought I was only going to feed her three times. So instead uh, of nine ounce or nine grams of protein, she ended up with fifteen grams of protein, which is almost what she eats at home.
0: But was she throwing up prior to she, all of that fifteen grams getting in, or yeah, no, she's okay. been
1: throwing up for like so. We're like going on second, week. they don't.
0: They don't know. They don't know why she's.
1: No, oh, well, no, we know why she started throwing up was because she had a stomach flu.
0: Right, but I'm and saying, then, like, there the was, like, a two-day continued. period
1: when she didn't throw up at all. And then she
0: started throwing up again. Huh. So, here we are. Hotel Cho. <sighs> sucks. That sucks. We have had a couple stomach bugs around here that'll, like, skip a day. Maybe.
1: Yeah, that was a theory, but we're not, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm yeah. just, you know... Science her experiment till you wagon
0: all over the hospital Science experiment till you guys can get her settled, but she's at least doing okay like she's not in distress as far as like no, her body's not in distress or anything no she's fine good she's like that's bored all that matters shit, but yeah, but she's he- she's healthy to the point of
1: she is okay if, if she Evelyn, if Evelyn's healthy at 100 percent, she is at like 80 right now. So she's not. We're not nervous, right? But I can't take her home. Yeah. So she's stable. So you guys at. are just trying to get her.
0: Yeah, because I don't want to come back. back. Like I'm tired of this. Yeah. No, I agree. That's crazy. I'm sorry you have to go through this, but I. I mean, I think it's a huge kudos to you guys. Like I did. I didn't even think about the fact that she had not been in the hospital since Ryan was born. So no, oh, she's. It's even before that. Before yeah. So I mean, we here. Sucks. Was. We spent one night
1: the day Ryan came home from deployment. So it was like May 2019. We spent one night here. That, that was ins- the last time we were here.
0: That's insane. That's a
1: huge. So it's been two years. Yeah. That's since great. we were impatient. And now she's like, hey, we fucking live here now.
0: Well, hopefully you guys can, like, you know, whatever your average expectation of having a kid with her. Well,. Her. <laughs>
1: Here's the other thing. Man, I do this every single damn time we're ready to to get off. I want to, like, keep going. Uh. <laughs> I don't understand how people can afford to be in the hospital.
0: This shit is expensive. Oh, yeah. You got to pay for food. You got to pay your deductibles and all that stuff.
1: Well, so I got the special insurance. Yeah, but, you know. still like, I have really good insurance. That's why my husband I, is yeah, we, 900 we years have, old and still in the Army.
0: We have decent. Like, it, once you're in the hospital, like, your copay to get in the hospital is all you pay, so... Yeah. So,
1: but what makes me sad is when I walk around our floor because Evelyn is never alone. I've never left her. Well, I take that back. When she was the first two weeks she was in the hospital, after we got her out of the crisis, I had to leave her. Like they made me leave her because I just had a baby, and then we were up for like forty eight hours. She, you know, almost died. Right. It was a big ordeal. We were in the PICU. It, um, I basically just sat there, stared at my child, hooked up to 900 machines and pumped all day. So the nurse told my husband, you gotta get her out of here. Like even one night, two yeah. nights. And so I refused to go home, even though we don't live that far away. Right. We got a hotel for two nights. And then my mom graciously l- got us an Airbnb that was like 10 minutes away from the hospital. So I didn't have to leave my baby Mm-hmm. You know, but I could rest, yeah. Because I'm telling, it is exhausting being here.
0: I can't like, imagine.
1: It is. I mean, I mean, I, all the uh, the only thing I can look forward to is eating, and I that's the thing I don't need to do. But <laughs> it's like, oh, like what you're... are we having for lunch? The same fucking thing we have every day for lunch because they only have chicken nuggets and French fries and hamburgers and uh, some chicken sandwich. I don't. I mean. You
0: act like your weight is actually a problem. I I feel like you look great. Well, thank you. I, I mean, mean I'm to, me, like, Bre- to me, Britt, to me, not like- on my six hundred pound life yet, but it's trending. We- Wait, we keep staying here. <laughs> well, I, I understand that because like being in the hospital and like not having very many options is rough. Um, but yeah, no, you're you look great. Cause my thing is too is like I never expect. I know everybody's like, oh, you want to jump back to pre-baby weight as fast as you can. But it's like, if you're breastfeeding, sometimes that weight just doesn't want to come off.
1: Um, That's been my issue, except for when I I just joined. So here's another thing that I'm pissed off about. I just joined Burn. Yeah. And it's not the – Burn Boot Camp, I'm sorry. I need to say the whole thing. Burn Boot Camp, my buddy Lindsey Peden uh, has been bothering the shit out of me to join. I was very reluctant. Mm -hmm. Then then uh, Cece and I got a group on, so we joined, and I've nice. been able to go twice, and I love it. It's, yeah. In my opinion, I like it better than the other thing that I used to do, which is um, I used to do Orange Theory. I like that too, um, but I like Burn Boot Camp because it's all female classes.
0: Nice. And I nice. enjoy that.
1: Yeah. I have a thing about sweat, and I sure as hell have a thing against sweaty men.
0: Yeah. I, I don't, don't know be how dripping this dripping all it. over the stuff I'm supposed to touch. I only work, I only work out at home. I will, I refuse to go to the gym now, which it's weird that I have weight like, I don't know how this has not come up yet, that I do Beachbody stuff, because <laughs> that's like, <laughs> I sell Beachbody guys. Um, I, now I will, I, no, I'm not going to the gym. I don't want to actually have to put on real workout clothes that I have to worry about what I look like. I don't want to leave my house. I just want to go down to my basement and work out.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have all, we have a home gym in our basement, but it's... Yeah, you guys have, like,
0: legit stuff. Legit. Yeah,
1: well, because we Barbells had a baby, and, and I was like, hey, yeah, let's also spend four grand on a gym.
0: <laughs> we
1: Ryan and I have been known to make very good money decisions, you know, like owning a boat.
0: Hey, no, <laughs> none of your friends are complaining. <laughs> yeah, Right. You, know, you get, but all the, the thing, time. thing he's like, is, now we like, make
1: real good decisions.
0: You guys, but the thing is, is like, I feel like a bad investment would be something that you don't actually get joy out of and that you never use. Like, when Ryan does either like Snapchats or anything like that, of like the equipment of like morning workout, of like, mm-hmm. you know, he's getting use out of that. You know, you guys get use out of the boat. It's not like you make horrible money decisions and then don't also. I feel like it would be a bad decision if you didn't use it.
1: Yeah, no, we use it uh, constantly. It is yeah. probably, other than his BMW, his next favorite thing.
0: He might like the boat.
1: I, mm, I think he likes the boat better than his car, which is an mm. ordeal. But, you know, Evelyn took a rock to the car, so. Mm, bless Evelyn's me. not allowed to take rocks to the boat. I think he, <laughs> he would lose his mind.
0: Uh,
1: I'm not even allowed to drive. I'm allowed to drive the boat only when he's wakeboarding. Ah. He's got all these arbitrary rules. I swear to God, my kid knows how to turn the volume up on that stupid phone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to tell us to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Wrap it up. Wrap it up, ladies. Wrap it up. Uh, I guess ah. I'll go with family roundtable for the bad. Okay. Um I have not gotten to work out or really sleep in about a week. Um, I've been, we like, always like to try to do ridiculously Huge projects before a birthday, and I've had a bunch of work stuff I've been trying to wrap up, and then my son was home all last week doing digital learning, which I'm sure you guys heard him, which will be the beginning of this episode, screaming in the background. Um, I just haven't really felt like I have been able to accomplish anything in the last week and a half, and, like, the last three nights, I've probably gotten maybe nine hours of sleep, so I feel like (laughs) triage.
1: Well, friend it's a new week we're thinking positive around here People yes are like, where the hell did Brenda go hm. positive. um do you have an asshole for the week <sighs> I have so many no I'm just kidding um, <laughs> no I, have, I haven't seen anybody this week yeah I mean I, I'm not going to complain about the nurses and doctors because every one of them's great they're working yeah. their asses off around here I'm not I mean I'm not going to complain about my husband because not only does he come up here and spend the night but he goes then to work I complain about myself, but that's on me. I need to work on myself. Um, I, you know, I could say Evelyn for getting sick, but it's not really her <laughs> <my> fault either. <laughs> Bless it. So, no. yeah, I don't really have one. Um Yeah, I don't I don't have one. Hmm. So, and it's definitely not Murphy anymore because she's our number one fan. Pretty sure she's getting some t-shirts printed. Oh my gosh, that no, would just be fantastic. <laughs> That would be fantastic. But she does bother Merch. me. She's like she's like, uh, you didn't put the thing out on Monday. You, it's supposed to come out on monday
0: <laughs> i know sorry guys this one's late we'll blame it all on the holiday when realistically it's just my husband wasn't ex- exactly excited about us trying to record on a day he had things planned and um hospital stays and labor day weekend so all the even things. though this this episode's going to
1: be like an hour and a half now <laughs> i know sorry
0: guys but and we're not doing like much editing y'all are going to get what you get yeah, I'm going to try to do my best, guys, but it it is literally entitled, it's going to be titled Shit Show, so, uh, so yeah, all right, I don't really have an asshole of the week, really, Um, not yet, it's still early. The week is early. Well, we'll we're going to
1: do another recording, so just give us, give yeah. us a couple We will movies. actually
0: record, we will release on time next week. You get a late episode this week and we'll record again this week for next week. <laughs> All right, I guess we are out. So bye. Bye.